Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for sports, as a, it is a solemn day here on the Crossover Podcast. One of my favorite slash least favorite podcasts of the year uh, is the Super Bowl Recap Pod, because it means it's over, you guys. There's uh, no more football uh, to be had unless, uh, I don't know, uh, you guys want to do some XFL pods? Huh? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no. <hope>. No. <laughs> Uh, of course, I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Uh, joining me uh, one last time till uh, next year is uh, my trifecta, including Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am fine, sir. Thank you. All right. And uh, the last part of my trifecta is Craig Needles. How the hell are you, Craig? Uh, I'd be a little bit better if uh, the 49ers won that game, but still pretty good. Fair, fair. Um, financially, well, well, actually, let me just Financially, I'd be a lot better if the 49ers won that <laughs> fair. game. Fair. Um, <laughs> How, how do you do? You guys want to talk about uh, the gambling aspects or, or the actual game first? I let, let, Craig, the game first. You want to talk about Let's the game? The... Okay. Um, I, I guess, man, because there's a few there's a few things to take away from this. I I, I oh God, I don't know where to start. I, I like. Let's start with the coaches. Um, Andy Reid. There, there's so many razor thin plot lines in football that are, are just so dumb to me. One of which ha- has been the constant, uh, you know, Andy Reed isn't not a good coach because he doesn't have a, a super bowl or whatever. So everybody was kind of like, well, you can't put him in the hall of fame. He doesn't have a super bowl. And now that he has his one, which, you know, congratulations to him. It's like, well, he's a shoe in first ballot hall of famer. Like it's just, it's so razor thin in football that, that it's, it's, just so weird to me. Let's just let's just here. You're right because look at it this way. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo puts about a yard and a half less on that throw, or just on a more third, air, yeah, and whichever it is, and Emmanuel yeah. Sanders gets under that, and the 49ers win that football game. Mm-hmm. Is Andy Reid less of a Hall of Famer if that happens? The answer, of course, should be a resounding no. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, here we are. Also, the. Uh... The Chiefs would have had uh, like that's the thing that would have. Oh, the Chiefs out. would have had time to tie the game, the and they would have probably would have at least done that. Yeah, but... exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing that that kind of took this away from. Like this was a good Super Bowl. I, I don't want to say this was a bad Super Bowl because it certainly wasn't a bad one. But if uh, Sanders had uh, been able to to reel that one in, and then Mahomes uh, was able to have a drive where things get really filthy. Um, you know, we we would have been talking like, okay, that was one of the best of all time. But I I don't I don't want to say this was was a was a bad Super Bowl or anything. But uh, yeah, it was. Oh, it it, yeah. had a, it like there were the makings of, and this is Super Bowl had a ten point comeback with seven seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, right, Charlotte? Uh, this Super Bowl had a ten point comeback. <laughs> yes, uh, ten point comeback with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yes, I know it did, Charlotte. Yep. But somehow it wasn't that good a game. You know what I mean? Like, it was fine, yeah. but it wasn't, like, memorable forever. I don't know. It was just anticlimactic. It was Hi, we- Charlotte. It was weird that <laughs> that's great stuff, by the way. Uh, it, it was weird that the 10-point comeback was the second biggest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl. Because it didn't feel like that at all. Like, at no point was I like, oh, the Chiefs, Chiefs are out of this. Yeah, Chiefs yeah, are out yep. of this. But it was like, 
I mean, let's... Here, here's the thing, though. They were dangerously close to being out of it. If that third and 15 that turned into yeah. a 44 yard completion to Hill doesn't happen, which I've watched that play several times uh, in preparation for this. If that doesn't happen, the Chiefs were in a real bad way. Yeah, yeah, I think when that third, when they lined up for that third and fifteen, it's it's good that you bring that up because that was obviously the uh, the turning point of the football game. Um, there, there were two, th- basically there were two third and third and fifth. There were two third and whatever plays. One was the third and fifteen from the Chiefs. The other was the third and ten where he missed Eman- where he missed Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but I believe, in, and you know, win probability is is flawed, obviously. But what what it does is give you a, a real good snap of uh, exactly how brutal a loss can be if you if you if you uh if you piss away for instance the uh the 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 infamous greatest super bowl comeback of all time the atlanta patriots uh super bowl um at a, there there was a point in that game where the falcons win probability was uh, 99.6 so basically oh, yeah. if if they played that game like what, what was 200? if they played that game a thousand times from yeah. that pers- yeah. from that perspective, the, the Falcons four. would have won nine hundred and ninety six of them. Yeah, so yeah, so one out of every two hundred and fifty times they played that game, the Patriots win, right? If 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 you want to get it down to just the one, and it just it, it never should have happened in a million years. And and for this game, it, it I believe when the Chiefs were lining up for that that third and fifteen, uh, according to win probability, the Niners probability was like ninety five percent. So, you know, Kyle Shanahan has to kind of wear those two, uh, and, and, and we'll get to him eventually. But uh, how did you feel about this game there, Bo? Uh, you know what? Like you said, it was a good game. I think it would have been nice to see a, a, a very nice drive at the end. But, again, you had a lead change in the fourth quarter, which yeah. was good for a number of reasons. Yeah. Uh, but it, at the end of the day, it, was, it makes for a good game. Um, and, and you know what? I gotta put. I gotta throw some shade at San Francisco. When you're playing against Mahomes, mm-hmm. you don't burn clock at the end of the second quarter. Yeah, um, you don't. You can't afford to leave points off the board. And another three would have been real nice for them towards the end of that fourth quarter. Yeah, it was bad. My brother, I was I was watching the football game with my brother, and my brother had a lot of money on the Niners being up at halftime. That that was one of the props that he was heavily invested in. Uh, so when they weren't calling that timeout, it was uh, quite vexing. Obviously, and then they hit a couple of big plays in a row, and they yeah. almost get the big one to Kittle, and it turns out it was pass interference, which like. What did you think of that pass interference? I, well, I, I, think, I think he did extend his arm. Yeah. I think you all, it didn't interfere much, but mm-hmm. the refs are going to call that every time. Yeah. Here's the thing, I, though. I in this game, they were letting a lot of that stuff go. Yeah. That's true. It, like, also, it wasn't a game where there was a lot of flag, but, you know, it's, it's, yeah. He also had a step on the guy and was using the arm to just keep the distance. It wasn't like he like they were close, and then he shoved the guy off to, to give him that you know, separation. So I, you could have let that one go in my mind. Easy. Now the letting the time out here, here's what I think. And, and, and like, I, I could be wrong because here, because like all of the analytics guys will tell you that the one thing you cannot do in football is piss away possessions. Like they right. did at the end of uh, the first half. Here was my thought process of, of what I think went in Kyle Shanahan's head. I, I think, he would have called the day. There was like 130 seconds left or 130, geez, like a minute and 30 seconds left. Right. Yeah. And he let it go down to, he let it go down the full 40. So when they got the ball, there were three timeouts and 40 seconds left. It was 50 something, but yeah, close yeah. enough. 
close enough, right? Yeah, it was less than a minute. Is is my mm-hmm. point? He, yeah, they 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 pissed away a full forty seconds, and John Lynch was was uh, infamously standing up in the booth, like telling him time out, like making the timeout tea, and going like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like if he could have if he could have like burst through the glass and landed on the field, and it would have counted for a timeout, John Lynch would have done it uh, in that moment. I I think. And, and this could maybe go into the whole, maybe Kyle Shanahan doesn't fully trust Jimmy Garoppolo. There were certain certain moments where um, it felt like he did, and there were certain moments where it felt like he didn't. This was a glaring one where it felt like he didn't. I think he wanted to get 40 seconds off the clock to guarantee that this was that they were going to have the last possession of the uh, of the half. Because um, let's say they call that time out there, and there's a hundred uh, like a minute and 30 left or whatever it was. And then they go, because the Chiefs still had all their timeouts, and then they go three and out, and the Chiefs, you know, use all three of their timeouts, and they only burn, like, I don't know, 15 seconds off the clock, maybe even less than that. And all of a sudden they're punting, and Mahomes has a a, a minute 15 or a minute 10 or whatever. Um, I I think that was the, the... I, th- I think that was the impetus for him letting the clock tick was to get it down. Now, that said, I don't agree with this strategy. Um, the analytics say it's incredibly poor, but I, I think it was just the specter of Patrick Mahomes uh, uh, hovered over Kyle Shanahan in that moment where he was just trying to guarantee uh, that they had the last possession of that half. Cause, uh, it, and it certainly looked like they were playing for three as well and not seven which is yeah. uh, decidedly on Bill Belichick-like, because Bill Belichick, because they were getting the ball back in the second half because they deferred smartly, as always. And then, you know, it could have been seven there, and then getting the ball back at the beginning, it could have been another seven. So who knows? I um, get playing three. I don't hate that. Um, but there's enough plays in your playbook where you can throw a screen pass and maybe you get something out of it. And if you don't, you run the ball two more times and you burn the clock. You know, like... You could have easily left them with 30 seconds to move 80 yards if you were in a bad scenario, Yeah. which, I mean, if Mahomes does that, he's going to beat you anyway. Because mm-hmm. it, it just it, – it, it absolutely seemed to me like they were playing for three because they, they ran the ball poorly twice. And then they were just like, uh, and to get the clock down to like 16 seconds or whatever it was. And then they were like, all right, we got this really good play to get Kittle open. And then if, if he catches it sweet, we'll take the time out and then be able to line up for three and then go into halftime up three. If not, whatever, we'll be down. We'll be 10-10 and getting the ball in the second half. That's how they were playing it, which is the classic, like, playing not to lose instead of playing to win type of thing that always costs you Ws. But uh, I, I I don't know. That's what it seemed like to me, although I, I vehemently disagree with it. How did, how did you feel about that first half ending, Greg? You're against Patrick Mahomes. You need points. Take a chance. Yeah. Like, like you know, like – you could have figured something out. And like Bill said, if, if the, the first two downs hadn't gone, well, you could have found a way to at least kill a timeout of theirs. Like it just, it, it felt to me like they were being way, way, way too risk adverse. And Hey, it looked like with seven minutes to go in the game, that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It looked like, it looked like that choice didn't matter for a long time, but then all of a sudden it did. And it really did. And it's, um, it's pretty ugly, but, Actually, uh, that's the situation. So people criticizing Shanahan, I think, are being are being reasonable there. I've got no problem in a lot of ways with the fourth quarter play calling. I know that some people were upset about that. I look back on a lot of those plays that were called and, and think to myself, yeah, it's mostly fine. 
but um, had a real problem with that, the way that possession was burned. And I didn't like uh, not going for it on fourth and two. Again, you're against Patrick Mahomes. You need points. Did I mean, I haven't gone back and, and researched every every play call in that fourth quarter from the Niners, but in the moment, I gotta say it felt a little bit like um, the choke job that occurred in against the um, against the Patriots when he was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta. Felt like that was in the back of his mind. Um, for some of the play calling, like uh, perhaps I'm off because. I haven't rewatched it, but it 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 like it definitely felt like because the thing about how they lost that game against the Patriots was they 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 remained way too aggressive. Which aggression is always great as long as it's controlled and smart aggression in the in the NFL. Um, when the clock is your best friend and you're still doing stupid crap like throwing the ball on second down and. Um, uh, taking sacks and whatnot at inappropriate times, like that's ultimately what ended up killing the uh, killing the Falcons, uh, because they basically went out there and tried to embarrass the Patriots, despite, despite the fact they were already embarrassing them. And this one, I just as I was watching it, it felt like Kyle Shanahan was like, "Okay, I know what not to do now," but then it, it felt like he swung too far in, in the other direction. Um, that said, Kyle Shanahan did not call the defensive plays in that uh, Patriots Super Bowl. He did not call the defensive plays in this game. Um, so I, I, I think the defense was fine. Yeah, the defense. There I, was seven minutes to go in the game, and Patrick Mahomes had ten points. Yeah, and Bosa was uh, making a case for me. I don't. I don't think he had the raw numbers to be the. Uh, he was abusing MVP. Eric Fisher. Yeah, it he was, was. turnstile. Mm-hmm. It was ugly. He was at he was at my home. And look, even on the third and fifteen, it wasn't Bose. I think it was Armstead. But someone was just right there on Mahomes, like you know, a step away from that play not happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's just how close this game is. The the Niners even get like a, a hand in the ball there, and they probably win the football game. Uh, just it just shows you how close things were. Yeah. And uh, it, it 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 wound up as an eleven point game, but again the Niners were up by ten. There were seven minutes to go, so yeah, uh, they the definitely late, had a chance to win. Yeah, and the late touchdown that Williams scored, um, actually in terms of mathematics, was uh, a dumb move <laughs> for him to score. Uh, he yeah. should have went. He should have went down at the one. But uh, you know what? What the hell? You get a chance to well, score a touchdown. And here's the, the thing: Bowl, right? I, I just have a hard time. Like, if an NFL player does it, I'm like, oh, okay, good for you. Yeah, but. If you're ingrained in your whole life, hey, once you get that ball and you see that goal line, you you score. You go, oh, yeah. you go. Low. You know what I mean? It's just hard to think in the moment. Hey, wait a minute, I shouldn't score here. Like if you're running that play, like you know mm-hmm. the Ahmad Bradshaw example, when yeah. in the huddle is discussed, hey, let's not get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. But if you're Damian Williams, you're running that play from the 40 yard line. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I'm not saying it was some sort of indictment on Damian Williams yeah. at all. I was I was just pointing out the. The raw analytical fact of that would tell you that there. if the, yeah. the 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 best way to win the game was to kneel it out to the 49ers never the ball again. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm certainly not going to fault Damian Williams. I didn't like any of the uh, the Damian Williams should have won Super Bowl MVP hot takes or whatever, right? Especially because of that uh, that late. I mean, we we all knew who who. I, God, and it's just so weird for Patrick Mahomes because he was one quarter away from it being the worst game of his career. Like, Troy Aikman was killing him, right, in the... Uh, he wasn't playing very well in the third quarter. And, and you couldn't blame 
Aikman, right? It was, and yep. it was just like people on Twitter, even the analytics guys were saying like, Jesus, Patrick Mahomes, like the, like he's never had, like even like his quote unquote bad games are still like ones where his QBR is in like the high nineties and whatnot. So it, it's, it's just so strange that he was having just this awful game and, and, you know, there, there was a sliding doors world where it was like, you know, Mahomes doesn't win this game. And then all of a sudden, you know, we, we go into the offseason with the nonsense of like, well, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes is a choke artist, right? He had the he had the one, uh, you know, he, the, gets in the Super Bowl and plays the worst game of all time. So I, I like that would have been dumb stuff to hear. But thank God we don't have to hear any of that crap. Um, I mean, he like uh, Mahomes played fine because he did exactly what he needed to do to win the game. But he two picks is pretty bad. Oh, and the one pick was uh, uh, the second pick was the worst yeah. throw of his career. Flat out, yeah. the worst it was throw just of his it was career. it was a bad bad throw. Yeah, and there, that that one was one where there wasn't a lot going on in the pocket. There it was just a bad throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's you just you never see that from him. And then that that was the play where it was like, okay, Mahomes is going to wear this like a scarlet letter when because you know the because the first throw the first interception got batted a little bit right and and but like the one that was like behind the second one was, was just you know I, I expect that kind of crap from Jameis winston i don't expect that kind of stuff from patrick mahomes no, I, like, you didn't show me the name and just showed me the stat line 26 42 300 yards two picks and two scores i would assume Jameis winston <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. those How are Jameis uh, winston get into the super bowl <laughs> yeah so weird um if you had shown me that stat line before the game by the way mm-hmm. i would have said to you i'm almost certain kansas city's gonna lose yeah for sure. Here's the thing. The Niners average, I think it was uh, 6.7 yards a play mm-hmm. and won the turnover battle yeah. and lost by 11 points. Yeah. That is insane to me. Yeah. Now there was the like late seven points. So it was, it was really Sh- like the only loss. Sure. Like, three, but let's, but still, yeah, still, they, they yeah. lost by, they lost by four. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't 11. It was four. If you get rid of the Damian Williams thing still, yeah. that is insane that yeah. you could win the turnover battle, be averaging like, so like, it's not as though you're turning the ball over a possession. You're, you're, you, 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 you created more turnovers than you had. You average 6.7 yards of play and you don't win yeah. like that. You, and you score 20 points. Like, ugh. yeah, like they, they had a couple of, of drives break down kind of close to the red zone, but still like, ugh. yeah, ugh. And- yeah, they had to go for the fourth and two. That's the other one. They had to go for it. Yeah, the, the fourth like, and you're, two. You're running the ball so well. Just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fourth and two and the third and 15 were just... Were, were... Those are the two plays that... Just, yep. Well, you know what? You know, the, the fourth and two, like, again, after the fourth and two, uh, almost a full quarter later, they're still winning by 10 points, mm-hmm. and uh, and they, they have the ball. Uh the third and fifteen was the play that defines the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, if that play doesn't, if that play, play doesn't yeah. happen, the Chiefs uh, lose or or need a miracle. Uh, it's just a, a completely different situation. The yeah. Niners needed to not have a three and out uh, yeah. coming back the other way. Yeah, they needed to give their defense a little bit of time. Uh, they did no such thing. Uh, so it was just. Like, hey, if you blow a 10-point lead in the NFL, if you allow 21 points in the NFL in the last seven minutes of a game, clearly that's, like, a whole team failure. You can't just blame it on the offense or the defense. But, like, it uh, it was an ugly seven minutes, and it went from uh, immortalizing those guys to uh, now they're uh, a team that's going to have to come back from losing the Super Bowl. And as we've seen over the years, that is not easy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, when it was third and fifteen, I was feeling really good about my uh, my Jimmy Garoppolo Super Bowl MVP pick because I don't I don't think anybody it, it was going to be another one where it was like okay it was kind of a mediocre so so let's say they stop him on the third and fifteen and the game the game ends up like I don't know twenty three ten or whatever right or twenty three seventeen Mahomes goes down and scores late but they miss the onside kick and and the Niners kneel it out like I I don't think. Like, Bosa obviously was the best player on San Francisco, and it wasn't even close, but I just don't think he would have had the raw numbers to no. uh, for for the voters to be like, yeah, he was the MVP, because he just he didn't, he didn't have any sacks, but he, like, obviously the eye test, you just watched the game, he was the best player on the Niners uh, team. Um, none of the running backs or receivers got nuts, so yeah, it, it would have been a classic, like, well, nobody really had just, any any type of great game so it would have defaulted to the to jimmy garoppolo which is the whole rant i went on last podcast about why you have to if you're getting numbers with a quarterback you've got to do it because they can just put in an average performance like that and it'll just default to him uh so i was feeling really good about that and then all of a sudden i thought damian williams might win it did you now no i i I, he he went up with 140 all purpose and two scores oh yeah that's true i didn't i didn't uh he he had the numbers i just we, we all knew it was uh and like Patrick Mahomes get like we all knew this was going to be his coronation and maybe it should have been Damian Williams but to me this wasn't as egregious as um, some MVPs that have been given out in a couple of other sports that I didn't agree with one was uh, the 2010 World Series or World Series sorry the 2010 NBA championship when the when the Celtics or the Lakers beat the Celtics and they named Kobe Bryant the MVP when Pau Gasol was far and away the best player in that series for the Lakers, but his name wasn't Kobe Bryant, so they gave it to Bryant. And the other one is uh, the second Penguins uh, Cup. No, the first one should have been Kessel, not the second one. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Second second of the three, first of the two back-to-backs. Yeah, yeah, uh, whichever one it was. There was one where Phil Kessel 100% should have been the... the, He was mean. He was mean. Is in Toronto, so they didn't vote for him. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's exactly why he didn't win. And it was it's also like, also like if you're if you're the NHL, do you want to give the the con Smythe to Phil Kessel, or do you want to give it to Sidney Crosby again because he's the face of your league, right? Like, no, and I, yeah. I I get it. Actually, that's that's the uh, Crosby, I believe, won two. Malkin won it with their first cup, so I think the Crosby right. only has one of those trophies, which I, uh, yeah. Yeah. which, you know, further strengthens my point of they were like, we got to get Crosby one of these, even though it should have gone to Kessel. And, like, I remember jokingly acquainting it to, like, whenever the WWE gives, like, John Cena yet another title, where it was just like, we got to sell T-shirts, right? <laughs> so it's just like that. So that it felt, there was a, there was a, a, a smidgen of that uh, here with that, uh, but certainly not egregious as the other two I just mentioned. But uh, I, I agree with you that, that perhaps Damian Williams should have won it, but... It's just it, you gotta crown. Whatever, uh, it's Mahomes. Yeah, you, yeah. you have to. You, like, if a tie goes to the quarterback when these exactly. things. Yeah. So. yeah. How'd you feel about the MVP voting, Bill? Um, you know what? I, I think that the two picks would have made me favor Williams. Like, you have Matt Patrick Mahomes played a good game. Williams played a good game. Patrick Mahomes made two could have been crippling mistakes. One really. Mm-hmm. Um. But but that just doesn't look good on a stat sheet, and and he played well enough. But you don't get uh, you know what's six point one yards a carry for Williams? Like yeah, that's pretty damn good. A thirty eight yard run, caught the ball four times. Um, that's really the best day you can get out of a running back. 
that's not the best day you can get out of a quarterback. That's how I'd put it. That's a great way of putting it, actually, when you really think about it. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, so there's definitely Derek like... Henry challenges your best day out of a running back statement. <laughs> yeah, that's but, uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right, though. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Point, point for sure stands. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I was like Damian Williams, if I was in like Damian Williams, like entourage or whatever, you know, there would have been a point last night at the party that I would have had a few in me and I would have turned to him. I would like... <laughs> You know you should be the fucking MVP, right? You know, like, like, like you know, you know. I mean, I mean, because some people yeah, say, you know, oh, we had right, the, yeah. the he had the thirty-eight yard touchdown, but that was when the game was over. Yeah. No, that salted the game. That exactly. was on a third and three. If he gets stuffed there, the, the Niners have a chance to come back and win. So yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. So it 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 didn't not count, right? Right. So, yeah, it was it wasn't stat padding. Like they needed yeah. that first down. It just happened to be a lot longer than the three yards they needed. Yeah, that was not one of those lame. Uh, fantasy football touchdowns where it's yeah. like, well, this changes nothing except the results of somebody's fantasy week, right? Like it was, nope. it was, it, it actually was, you know, they, 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 yeah. they didn't get, if, if, if Damian Williams trips in the backfield and not play, maybe we're talking about the Niners winning the Super Bowl right now. Exactly. Right. But uh, we're not. Um, well, let's talk about uh, Kyle Shanahan. Has the metaphorical, torch been passed to from Andy Reid to Kyle Shanahan, Craig? Um, nah. No. Just because Andy had all those NFC Championship game losses. Like, this is this was Kyle Shanahan's first trip to the playoffs as the head coach, and they Fair. made the Super But, I mean, they are really, like, if, if you read the things, they are really uh, hanging the 28-3 uh, the to 3 thing on him as well. So he's he's wearing, Yeah, which I think is unfair. Yeah, uh, a little bit unfair, but at the at the same time, he's basically been an integral part of the two worst Largest losses. comebacks in yeah. Super Bowl history, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I, oddly enough, I still think that Seattle has the worst loss in Super Bowl history from the perspective of, like, I know they weren't yeah. in the lead, but anyway, that's yeah. another here. Um, and co- worst coaching decisions, actually. Uh, but worst, yeah, worst single coaching decision. Yeah, sure. worst. Yeah, the, that's fair. That's the fair. Atlanta this thing, is a team effort. Here's the yeah. thing: the fourth quarter for Shanahan. Like, let's just look at the like the fourth quarter for the Niners and and the the plays that Shanahan called. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have an issue with any of them. Yeah. Like, maybe there's one or two here there you could quit, but like, oh yeah, they should have ran it instead of passing it here to save themselves time. Like the clock was not an enemy of Patrick Mahomes. Like you know what I mean? Like that was that was not a problem for the Chiefs. They like, oh yeah, if you'd burn thirty seconds here, you'd have been fine. No, they wouldn't have. Like the Chiefs, yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs, like the, the Chiefs did not need that thirty seconds. No, uh, they needed to get first down. So I had no problem with throwing it on some of those downs. Mm-hmm. That, like that, that 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 was the only way that Patrick Mahomes wasn't scoring there. And I said this to I said this to Bill when we were watching the game at the the party I had on Sunday. Um, when the when the Chiefs got the ball back and it was twenty to seventeen, I said, "Look, we like Kansas City is scoring again. The yeah. question of this game is, will the Niners score again?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have no like. Well, they, they didn't burn enough clock. Of course, they didn't burn enough clock. You literally couldn't have burned enough clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys uh, make of the the first Damian Williams touchdown? Did you think he was out or? or... It was so close. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you could have overturned it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he was in, but you definitely couldn't have overturned it. 
No. I mean, they would have went for it on... Was that fourth down or was it third? It was third. That was think, third. Right? They so would have yeah. had fourth and inches, and they probably would have gotten it. Would have gone for it, right? Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, I think I texted you, Craig. I mean, if they end up winning it, is this called the just the tip game? Because <laughs> that was... <laughs> That's all that got in there. That's all that got in there for that, for that big... It was in there for just a second, just to yeah. see how it feels. Exactly. It, it, it felt great, because it made it a one-possession game in the Super Bowl. Um... Yeah, how do you feel about what, uh, Kyle Shanahan going forward, Bill? You know what? I, I think Kyle, like, he's not getting fired. No. So he's going to have opportunity, you know. I, I think if he, you know, if he falls apart next year and they're just not the same team, because they're not losing a lot of talent this year. Um, so I think he's going to have an opportunity to not lose from ahead in the playoffs. Uh, so I think we'll find out then. But I'm not going to uh, bank on him continuing to do it as much as Andy Reid. What I uh, what I will say is this going forward: uh, the number of NFL teams I think that would trade their head coach for Kyle Shanahan if offered right now, and you like, hey, if we're having a secret conversation. Would you trade your coach for Kyle Shanahan? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, high twenties, maybe thirty plus. Wow, I didn't even think it was that. Uh, I thought it was like th- I thought it was like three teams would would say no. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. High tw- the number of the teams that would say yes would be in the high 20s or, or, oh. or the, in, in 30 something. Yeah, I was thinking like, you know, yeah. the Pats, no. Like, uh, here's the thing. If you're the Pats, if you're if you're Bob Kraft, yeah. and you're looking at this, and Kyle Shanahan's 40, and Come Bill Belichick's now, 60. What? Come on yeah. now, though. Like... I know, like Bill. I know Belichick's sixty-six and all, but come on now, the, the yeah, Patriots are not trading. I, uh, I understand he's Bill Belichick. He's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, but if you're talking about, hey, who's going to win more games in the next ten years? It's mm-hmm. probably Shanahan. Ah. But if you're talking about an alien, is Bill really going to be coaching when he's seventy-six? I think Bill might be like Vince McMahon, where they have to like pry it away from his cold dead fingers, but. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? And we can talk about that Tom Bill's Brady. he got a lot of Vince McMahon in him. Like, oh, no so chance could Vince definitely McMahon. be his theme music. Oh, absolutely. If, if yeah. the Imperial March was – if he didn't already have his heart set on the Imperial March. Uh, but, I mean, and let's talk about Tom Brady. Fuck you. <laughs> right? Like, you are not a uh, part of this. I, I don't disagree, but why this years. time? <laughs> well, because he's not a part of this – not a part of this for the first time in seven years. By the way, the Super Bowl's over. The next month and a half, two months, that's Tom Brady. Those are Tom Brady months, right? Yes. Like, that's all it's going to be. So you post this photo on Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl, to get everybody riled up and then have it for, like, just to steal thunder on the on the day of the game for this stupid-ass Hulu commercial you're doing? Fuck you, right? Like, just screw you, dude. Just, like, uh, recede into the do. night for one weekend, right? Like... It, it's just you, you're not in the Super Bowl for the like what second time in the last ten years or some garbage. Uh, it's third because uh, I will say the, yeah. uh, the last time that uh, yeah. the AFC starting quarterback in Super Bowl was uh, neither of Tom Brady or Peyton Manning was 2013. So yeah. yeah. So like it's just either way. My point still stands. It's just it was it was it was dumb and uncalled for and and he's just he can't not have the attention on him is is the thing and and ah sorry that that that. I just found that so I, – I hate to use this phrase because we hear it all the time up here from, from old guy hockey fans, but it, it was classless to me by Tom Brady to pull that to pull that crap. Uh, just trying to soak up credit for something he was, was not involved in. Ears I'll tell you this. Man. I'm uh, 
I'm pretty in tune with what's going on in the NFL, and I thought about Tom Brady for all the six minutes yesterday. Fair. Or on Sunday, Fair. Like, so but I don't know. Just, I, it, I, no, I, I probably, yeah. quite, it was like when Alex Rodriguez opted out of six his Six minutes uh, too many, track. is what it was. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It was like when Alex Rodriguez opted out of his contract with the Yankees in the middle of the World Series game that day. I think it was Red Sox. And, yeah, uh, just as douchey. Yeah, just yeah. as douche. It was just peak douche is all it was. It was totally unnecessary. He could have waited till today, right, like to do that. And, yeah, and just to set it up all for some dumb Hulu commercial, like, just dumb, classless. Uh, and, and it's like, you're all, you have six rings, you're the greatest quarterback of all time. It's just completely unnecessary. Ugh. Sorry, irritated the crap out of me. Went off on a tangent there. Um, are we staring at a dynasty right now with this Chiefs team, Bill? Because they are... Um, they, they were D Ford and poor D Ford, by the way, a second year in a row <laughs> clipped. Um, but they, they are D they are D Ford fingertips away from this have being back to back Super Bowls, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't, like I'm not certain they beat the Rams. Well, all things I think, being equal for that game, um, I I think the Chiefs would have beat the Rams. I think you're probably right. Yeah. But fair enough. There there it was close to the moral of the story. Yeah. Right. Certainly would have given us a better Super Bowl, I think. Than, than the one we got that year, which was undoubtedly the worst Super Bowl of all time. Whoever the Chiefs defensive coordinator was last year, Bob Sutton, there's no way he's like making, uh, to borrow uh, some Sam Darnold parlance, uh, there's no way he's making Sean McVay see ghost the way Belichick did. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. For sure. Um, uh, yeah. It just, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're close to having one, two in a row. And Patrick Mahomes is 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Mahomes is, is going to have to be a little... Like, yes, he played really well in the fourth quarter, but he deserved to lose this game for three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you got to have a little bit of consistency there. Like, at, at the end of the day, you can't... I can't say, well, Patrick Mahomes will just win it for you. Not with what he did. I mean, he did in this time, but I don't know if I'll go as Here's far the thing. as... Here's did thing. He did it three games in a row. In the last yeah. 10 years in the NFL, there have been five instances where a team has been down by 10 points and won by 10 points in a playoff game. Two have not been quarterbacked by Patrick Mahomes in the last yeah. month. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, right. And the other three were yeah. like yeah. that. Like that's very impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but they were they were down by a bunch. No, yeah. And, and like here's the thing though, against Tennessee and against Houston, Mahomes didn't play bad. Like there was a no. special teams fumble, a kick return like against Houston, and then against Tennessee, like they just the, the Titans just did whatever they wanted on offense for the first three dives. Um, but yeah, in this particular situation. Now that being said, he had a uh, kind of a rough uh, second and third quarter against the best defense in football. Yeah, you know, stuff happens. Yeah, exactly. And can we use the old uh, LeBron James uh, doesn't have a fourth quarter, like doesn't have change for a dollar because he doesn't have four quarters joke? Can we can we give that one to Kyle Shanahan now? Is he the is he the recipient of that new joke that he doesn't have a fourth quarter? Uh, well, someone will be. Um, I am just uh, so because somebody tweeted out about that. In those two games, Shanahan, I think basically, if you count the fourth quarter of this and the twenty-eight to three, the moment it was twenty-eight to three, I think Kyle Shanahan's been outscored like fifty to zero in in the fourth quarter of two Super Bowls. That's a little bit, right? It's a little bit like it's not great. Do you think the Chiefs would have had a harder time with the Ravens? Well, we'll never know. Um, 
unfortunately not. I mean, that was the that was the AFC Championship game we all wanted, right? It was was yeah. Chiefs Ravens. Unfortunately, the uh, the Ravens didn't show up against the Titans. So uh, here we are. But uh, I just think like the the Ravens the defense was you know admirable. They might have been able to slow them, and you, you're going to get more than 20 points against this Kansas City defense. Um, I think they would have had a harder time with the Ravens than they would have with the Niners. Well, it's tough, and that that goes into the thing about it, it might have just been Andy Reid's like destiny year. Like I, I mentioned on the last podcast, that there was a touch of destiny with this with this Chiefs team. You know, the comebacks, the uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick toppling the the uh, the seedings like a like a Jenga pile uh, in Week 17 um, was was the start of it. You know, they, they, the the Ravens getting knocked off by the Titans, the uh, the the Patriots getting uh, you know getting knocked out as well uh, by the Titans, right? And uh, yeah, it's just it, it it all lined up. They still had to go up against a great defense. Uh, in the Super Bowl, but as, as Craig pointed out last week, if those if those two teams switch quarterbacks, the Niners would have been what a two touchdown favorite in that Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it, so yeah, it was uh, it, it just yeah there was just it just it was it was Andy Reid's time is what it was after all the after all the the, the breaks he couldn't get basically for the first 15 16 years or whatever it was in the playoffs it all it all came to a head in in for one at least one magical run and then. Um, I got to imagine they'll be back next year. Because if you had to pick uh, one of these two teams to get back to the Super Bowl next year, which team would it be, Craig? Oh, Kansas City. Yeah, because the Niners have all these one-year deals that everybody was on. And so they, they got to do some some rejiggering. Of now, their, that being uh, said, the, 49, the 49ers cap sheet is a lot prettier than the Chiefs. A lot cleaner, yeah. But the but the Chiefs have their guys is, is, yes. the, is the difference. The thing yeah. is, though, they have their guys for mm-hmm. now. For uh, right. I think Jones is going to be gone mm-hmm. uh, because they have they have the big Frank Clark contract, which like okay, I don't know if he's going to live up to that contract, but okay. Uh, and they also have to probably give Patrick Mahomes the biggest contract in the history of the NFL. Yeah, that's like their move. true. That's fine though. When that happens, like I'm I'm okay with overpaying for quarterbacks as long oh, as so you're I. So, yeah overpaying for the right ones and Patrick Mahomes if, would be if, the right if, one. If anyone's the right one, this is the one. Yeah. Um. But I'm just saying that, you know, once Patrick Mahomes is no longer on that rookie contract, it's going to be harder to fill in the gaps with the rest of the roster, which is why I think the Chiefs were smart to be aggressive this season mm-hmm. and go ahead and say, yeah, we're going to trade for Frank Clark. Let's go do that. I don't know. Yeah. Giving him $17 million a year for five years? Sure. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they knew that they wanted to win the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. They go out and, and give uh, Tyron Matthew a whole bunch of money. Because they okay, Patrick Mahomes is uh, is on a rookie contract. His uh, his cap hit this season. Uh, his base salary was seven hundred thirty five thousand dollars. Now he got a bunch of roster bonuses and and whatnot. This cap number was five point two, but his his base was seven hundred thirty five grand. Like yeah. that's nuts. Like Harrison Butker's base was two point three. Um, so yeah, it, it just uh, they took advantage of that very very fortuitous team building situation, and and they they, they paid some people. Uh, I would suspect that uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher to make things work going forward here because that Mahomes uh, cap number of $5 million, that is going to be a lot different in the years to come. Um, 
So we'll see what they do. That being said, I still think they're a better bet to be in, in the game next year than the 49ers are. Uh, the 49ers, uh, they, they've got cap space. They can go They can go do some things. Uh, we'll see exactly what it is they decide to do because the what they did with the Garoppolo contract, Garoppolo got his money too, but they front-loaded the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. His cap number is, is, is de-escalating. So. I will say that it, for the Niners, I mean, it, it's easy to say this now in the first week of February uh 2020 having no draft and no off season but at first glance it seems like it would be easier to get through the uh like like who do you would you, i don't know it seems like it'd be easier to get through the nfc than the afc is is uh next year is what i'm trying to say but that's so dumb to say right now like i said in, in the first week of february when we have oh no yeah idea. there's 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 lots yeah. of and here's the thing quarterback musical chairs is happening this offseason yeah there's potential there, we got there's this, a lot of teams that we have no idea who their yeah. quarterback's gonna we be got going this next tom year, brady so. thing although yep. i i firmly believe brady is just gonna resign with the patriots because you know all the rumors are oakland chargers and i'm like yeah tom brady wants to go there and face patrick mahomes twice a year as opposed to you know the ghost of Ryan Fitzpatrick and, you know, like uh, whoever the hell is, is, is quarterbacking for the Dolphins next year or, or uh, the probably to attack of Iowa. Well, yeah, maybe not maybe, him quite right? yet, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I but still think if I'm, if I, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going to the Buccaneers. I've seen this to bill on Sunday. Oh, well, like that. <laughs> that's not bad. Bruce Arians is calling the plays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people have been saying, well, Tom Brady needs better receivers and, and his numbers are going to go up. Well, like, if you were to pick the two most, like the, the the receiver, the the team with the most talented top two receivers in the NFL, mm-hmm. isn't Tampa Bay the team? Yeah, Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings no. is good, you, but like I, st- I, I, I think I would take. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay is take, better, but I do I, think I, I would take Tampa Bay's there. guys. Yeah, I think yeah. I would take Tampa. Bay's I, I think Godwin and, and Evans are probably better, but yeah. yeah. It's also tough that you you gave uh, Cousins all that money, right? So I don't I don't think you really can bring in. Because you'd have to flip Cousins somehow and then bring in... Oh, yeah, no. The, the Cousins, is the, uh, Cousins yeah. has $30 million in dead money if he's not the Vikings quarterback. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can, can uh, contract-wise uh, make that actually happen. No, but, think. yeah, if I'm... If I, if I, if, if, like, Tampa Bay and you have Bruce Arians calling the plays, like, yeah, sign me up if I'm Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, t- Philip Rivers is a free agent. Where's he yeah. going to be playing next year? Exactly. Like, Although, you know, Phil, Phil looked Newton. cooked this year, though, so I'm not sure if that... Yeah. Uh, Cam uh, Newton, I'm not I'm, Cam Cam Newton, Newton. I'm way more interested in than Phil Rivers, unfortunately, yep. for uh, for Phil. Because uh, I like Phil Rivers, but uh, Cam Newton seems to have a lot left in the tank. Now, I could be wrong, and I hope I am on Phil Rivers, because I like good Phil Rivers more than I like cooked Phil Rivers, for sure. But uh, the way he played this year, I was like, ooh, boy. And we were on that for a while on this podcast, was that he looked cooked. But he might just need to go somewhere that mm. kind of – evaluates his age and and makes him into those high completion 15 yard stroke when you you know they, they were kind of like oh you're phil rivers just bomb it but he just didn't have it no yeah, yeah. so can they, yeah, can uh get him some if tighter just correctly he could do well yeah certainly good and it, who knows maybe maybe it was just a a one bad year and he's back to phil rivers last year uh next year um anything else you guys want to say about the actual game before we discuss a little bit of how we did uh gambling wise no um, I'm just, you know, congratulations to, uh, yeah. congratulations to the Chiefs. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, they, they, and here's the thing, and, and and people kind of forget this, but uh, they traded two first round picks and other stuff to the Buffalo Bills to trade up and get Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, Andy Reid essentially pushed all his chips in the center on Mahomes, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, he won. That was that was a good bet. Mm-hmm. And 
and people haven't really been talking about that. But um, Andy Reid deserves credit not just for the the plays, but the identification of talent. Yeah, I, I th- that was something I was thinking about was as far as Andy Reid goes, is that we this this uh, this Chiefs Super Bowl should be less of oh Andy Reid finally got there and more of an indictment on Alex Smith and. Uh, uh, Donovan McNabb and exactly what Andy Reid was able to do with those guys as opposed to like always bring I'll say yes and no to that from the perspective of like I think McNabb's better than Smith but uh, to me the indictment here is like those guys aren't the best quarterback in the world and Mahomes is like you know yeah uh, perhaps I'm being a little too harsh Uh, yeah uh, yeah I, you know, if, if, if like if their sin is hell, well, those guys weren't quite as good as Patrick Mahomes. Like that's yeah. not exactly the that's not exactly something you need to be absolved for. Yeah, I just I sorry that that was more me being. You're right. I took it too far there, but I, I that was more me just always being pissed off with the uh, everybody going after Andy Reid and saying he's not a good coach and stuff. Whereas, you know, as as a guy who who cheers for the Detroit Lions, who I think the greatest coach in the history of our team is Jim Caldwell. That's a weird thing right? to say, but you're probably right. Right? Like, I mean, man, for for everybody to, to, to put down a guy who would be, like, automatic double-digit wins every year in a playoff appearance just makes me want to vomit in terror. Um, Gambling-wise, how did you make out this year, Billy? Uh, up a little bit. I kind of got screwed by uh, Mahomes running around like a chicken with his head cut off, losing yardage at the end of the game. Oh, right. Okay. He had the over on Mahomes rushing yards. Yeah, that very rarely do bad beats and prop bets. And Cousin Sal pointed that out on because he had the same thing as you, uh, Bill. Um, yeah, because he, he took like a minus seven on the second last play, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he, he was at 34 yards and wound up at 20. Yeah. On the last three runs. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, and the was, line was the line was 20 and a half, I think. Yeah. And it was because he was like running back on purpose. too. Yeah. was the thing. He was and, at 31. You yeah. think you're pretty safe at 31 when the line is 21. And even the no, no, the line play, was 31 and you were at 34. Yeah. So close. Okay. And, yeah. and like the la- and even the last play, I thought he was going to do the safety thing. I thought he was going to run back and do because like there was five seconds left and he was on his own 15 or something. I thought he, I thought he was gonna do the thing where he's like, okay, I'm just gonna run back into my own end zone, take the safety, cause who cares? And then all the safety props were gonna come through uh, for, for a second there. Um, and uh, but he, luckily, he just did the like, he did like a five step drop and then just heaved the ball up as, as far as it could go out of bounds, right? To, to burn off the four seconds. But yeah, there, there was like. As they were lining up for that, I was like, oh, God, they're going to take the ball to the back and do all the safety thing. And that's going to ruin, like, a bunch of my parlays where I was just like, nope, no safety. Nope, no safety. I need a little more juice on this one, right? Like, So, the, uh, so that was the only moment, because I'll be honest, this was one of the more uh, – l- one of the least sweaty and most lucrative uh, Super Bowls I've had in terms of props. Um, the only ones I really missed were the, uh, that I had kind of big money on were any sort of Debo Samuel touchdowns, which on that end around on the first drive, the, the Niners had, oh man, I, he was, yeah, he was, he was one guy away, one guy away. He was and like, he nearly was able to get the guy. Oh God. He he was nearly loose. But like, even on that one play, he, he shattered the, uh, the, his like over for rushing yards for the game or whatever it was, which I had and, because he went for like 38 or whatever on that one. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was fun to think about. Um, the one yard touchdown that I preach every year happened. Gentlemen, not once, not twice, 
but thrice in this football game. I cannot stress this enough. The one-yard touchdown. Ten out of the 11 playoff games that occurred had a one-yard touchdown this year. Now, a lot of that work was done by Derrick Henry. I'm just going to point that out. But it still counts. Um, like, it, it's... it's God, it's just such a good it's it's such a good bet the the, the one yard touchdown in the Super Bowl. Uh, Billy and I we both liked a lot of the sack props as far as the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they came came in with uh, four three sacks. They just needed one more and they would have won the game. Uh, by the way, I was just while as we were watching, I was uh, watching the the third and ten where. Uh, Garoppolo missed Samuel. Uh, Garoppolo had to rush the throw. Do you know who uh, on the Chiefs caused him to have to rush that throw for that particular play? No. I did not see him. Terrell Suggs, you guys. Oh, wow. He made a yeah. he made a play in that game. Yeah, Terrell Suggs was the guy who... That was his one play, I guess. He, uh, he caused him to have to rush the throw on that one. They, uh, and actually, something that, that uh, if, you, if you watch the... Uh, the game back, you'll notice that on the uh, third, one of the third downs the Niners had in their last drive, or the, the last third down they had, um, Shanahan had schemed a situation where Kittle was uh, uh, being uh, oh, being yeah. covered by Suggs. Yeah, I remember that. Kind of feels like and that. If you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of feels like if you can scheme that, you mm. uh, like again, people are going to blame Shanahan, but like you know, no, Garoppolo didn't realize that 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 Kittle was being covered by a guy who probably isn't an NFL linebacker anymore. And certainly not when it comes to, Oh shit, he's in pass coverage. Yeah. Yeah. It like, was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was for sure. A, uh, yeah. Cause there was, that was the one play where they, they, uh, Troy was like, Oh, he had Kittle and he missed him. And, and then they showed Kittle and Kittle was coming back to the huddle, just furious. Right. Cause he knew that was probably, you know, that, that was a moment right there that, that was missed. Cause uh, yeah, Garoppolo just didn't go through his, his projections enough. And, yeah, so uh, I, I mean, I I thought Garoppolo was fine. It was just basically missing on the third and ten, and then not going through his uh, projections to get to Kittle on that one play. Those are the two glaring ones. But I don't feel like he cost the like. Do you watch the way Jimmy played that game and say that Jimmy cost them the uh, the game? No, like, uh, like, no, I don't. I don't think so. Fair, right? Like he, he made I, throws, I and in a lot of ways, Mahomes just took it. Yeah, uh, I think so, I, you know what I mean. I think that's quite simply it, Craig. I think you're I think you're bang on with that. I think uh, Jimmy had it, and Mahomes just kind of went walked by and went yoink, and uh, that was it. But and uh, but like I don't I didn't watch that game saying, oh man, Jimmy Garoppolo's killing the the Niners in this game. He made, he made throws. He didn't take any sacks. I mean, he didn't make every throw, but uh, I, I think the way the Niners like the game script for the Niners to win this game though. I don't think it involves two interceptions. You know, no. I don't think you turn the ball over twice. When you're the 49ers, you rely on a good defense and, and making smart plays. Um, the fact that Mahomes turned it over twice was a, was a bit of a saving grace. But the reality is if you told me Garoppolo had two picks going into this game, yeah. I wouldn't bet much money on San Francisco. Yeah, that said, the second pick was the last play of the game. That was just like him being like, oh, God, yeah, hold it down. I, I got to heave this, right? Yeah, that was... That was less born out of his inability to play quarterback and more of like I gotta do this right. Like yeah, I hope this something. works out. Yeah. The and the first interception, he was, uh, you know, he got hit and he or he felt the pressure and he tried to throw it out of and bounds. It, he just didn't have it, the arm yeah, strength. Just yeah. didn't went right to the guy. Yeah. So yeah. it's not necessarily a bad decision, but uh, definitely costly. Yeah. 
Uh, Props-wise, we love the San Francisco sacks that came through. The first quarter under and the first half under that I preach every year came through without uh, much of a sweat. Uh, although I know what the, that was one of the reasons I wasn't totally upset with Kyle Shanahan letting the clock train because I had the under on 27 and it was 20 to, it was, they were at 20 at that point. So I was like, oh, wow, oh, yeah. yeah, Kyle, go ahead. Let the clock oh, yeah. train, buddy. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Uh, play for the field goal. Woo. Uh, both teams to have a lead in the third quarter. You love that one, Bill. Uh, and, and that easily happened. Um, yeah. I was just thinking about how what a good bet that is, but the nightmare scenario for that one is if it, if it's tied in the uh, going into the third, because then you need two score changes somehow, right? And not a uh, not just one. Yeah. Um, what you would need is field goal touchdown. Exactly right. And yeah. There's that one. Um, uh, you just lost that field goal <laughs> touchdown, or that you need yeah. one more field goal in order for that one to come through. Um, you tried in that second quarter. Yeah. You had the largest lead under 14 and a half. That one came through for you. Uh, the three unanswered scores that I pre that I, I preach every year was uh, that hit came through twice actually. Um, yep. Both teams did it. Uh, the total play, all of the all of the the sharp uh, plays came through. The no uh, no no safety, no two point conversion, no uh, overtime. The uh, pl- the players with a pass attempt under two and a half that one easily came through. Although there yep. was the one play where they went to Debo Samuel and Debo cocked it like he was going to throw it and then Tuck yeah. ran with it smartly because if he threw it it would have been a, a first down, yeah. yeah if he yeah if he threw it it would have been nothing more than screwing everybody on those props but he he smartly <laughs> tucked it so there was that but there yeah there was that split second where it was like no Debo no and I, I didn't like it I didn't like cheering against Debo Samuel even for that split second you guys it felt bad it felt dirty <laughs> I didn't like it at all um how about you craig how'd you do props wise for this one uh not the best i uh yeah. i lost a little bit of money uh it would have been nice for me if the 49ers had covered the spread uh which i've got is not props but uh i had bet the 49ers to win by more than a touchdown which i felt real good about for a while uh <laughs> i uh i had bet um uh, which other ones did I wind up losing? Yeah, I had a couple of first over, which I, I uh, that that him. I got that I got he had a 13 yarder that he fumbled yep. right. So I had to look that up where I was like, does he get credit for the 13 yards or? Yep. Uh, yeah, that's one of those ones where it's like yeah, that, I yeah, look that up. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that over hit, uh, which was good. That was one of the ones that I had. Uh, mm-hmm. What were the other ones that I? Uh, you had longest uh, penalty, which I couldn't that, find. That hit the no Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey uh, took that pass interference in the end zone. Right, yeah. That that I got right. paid on that one. Right, so yeah, there there was that. Uh, we, we both had the Debo TD. Those were the ones we missed. Yep. Uh, you, you had San Francisco wins by more than 14 and a half, I think. Yeah, I wound up placing it at seven and a half for a little bit of less uh, less, less payout. Juice. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, again, look mm-hmm. cool for a bit. Uh, nonetheless, um, it, uh, yeah, could have been, uh, been a little bit better. Uh, I did wind up placing some money on uh, the under for the uh, jersey number of the first touchdown score just because I thought it was, yep. it was a silly line. And uh, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes hit it, number 15, so that was good. Yep. I had Kyle Juice check to score first touchdown. And he scored and, the second one. Yeah. yeah, and he scored the second one. I if I had bet him to score the first Niners touchdown, it paid like twenty to one. Like ugh, yeah. anyway. That was the uh, other thing uh, where it was like Usechek got you know, he, he got clipped at like the half inch line and then Raheem Mozart punched it in. If Usechek had a got in there, he would have had two touchdowns. 
right, and Garoppolo. Now Garoppolo, that would have given him a second, so you 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 wouldn't have uh, entertained the idea of you know giving Yuzcheck the uh, <laughs> the MVP. But I was sitting there going. <laughs> What the hell were use checks numbers? Because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way the the oft blocking uh, fullback had less than like 30, right? Like I was I was trying to was trying to look that up and I I, I couldn't find it. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can I'll see if I can find it. But it was like, oh man, <laughs> like it was it was bad thinking about like <laughs> the fullback in in 2020 winning Super Bowl MVP, right? <laughs> the guy at this dead position. Oh. Uh, God, um, what were, yeah, some other ones that, that, that were fun. Like a lot of the, uh, um, Sammy Watkins had, had a lot of over ones, man. He, he had, he, he didn't score, but he, he had a bunch. Um, basically I just missed out on like, uh, kind of my TD, uh, props, um, like the, the first TD and who was going to score a TD. And then the MVP, if the Niners didn't win the football game, I was never going to, uh, I, I was uh, I, I was never gonna win the uh, I was never I was I was never gonna basically I was never gonna win the MVP bets because I didn't have any any Chiefs that was basically it and and we well we, yeah yeah and we and discussed we, why you couldn't why you couldn't yeah. do it no Ashley not. made about seven bets I think she missed every single one and then broke even on Gatorade. She oh, got which was Gatorade orange I think yeah I think she, was, was she, Gatorade. she bet all on orange ah uh, yeah oh. We even brought up the halftime show. Um, I you really bet. liked it, despite the fact that they were clearly lip syncing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I was I was highly enter- entertained. I thought I thought it was fun, and and I don't mean that just in the, but certainly part of me in the ne- Neanderthal uh, mm-hmm. uh, straight dude way. Obviously liked it, but like like I don't I don't mean. Uh, just in that way, I, I, I thought it was great, but uh, I couldn't believe the. Uh, there were a few people with some some I believe as the kids would say thirsty hot takes of of it being the uh, the greatest uh, Super Bowl halftime show of all time. To which I said, Hey, come on now, <laughs> that was yeah, uh, they did fine. N- no, it was cool I mean, on the drums. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Shakira on the drums. You know, the dancing was 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 was, it was fun. James' daughter. Uh, uh, yeah, J Lo's daughter came out and sang once again, and this this is a a, a point of contention for both uh, Craig and myself. Even though I'm not a Bruce Springsteen fan, but yet again in the world of sports, born in the USA, being used in the wrong. Uh, in it's the wrong not capacity. sort of pro immigration song, to be clear. No, it no. is uh, specifically about how Vietnam veterans were treated horribly yeah. once they returned home. Anyway, yeah, this uh, is it. But that's a the, the, the line about uh, how you were sent off to yeah. a foreign land to go kill the yellow man. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, so that uh, that is clearly about Vietnam because, uh, yeah. as Springsteen was saying, that was a uh, uh, that war was filled with poor choices. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but this has been a longstanding uh, belief that Craig and I have both had that uh, people don't actually listen to the lyrics in music. They just like they don't listen to the lyrics and songs. People just listen to the hook. Hence why they play Born in the USA after, you know, USA wins, you know, competitions, especially a lot. You hear it a lot of times at the Olympics and stuff like that. But uh, and there's a bunch of other scenarios like people will go to weddings and stuff like that and choose songs as their first dance where I'm like, they haven't actually listened to this song, (laughs) have they? You should not be using Pearl Jam's Better Man as your first dance song at a wedding. (laughs) Like. That song is about an abusive relationship, uh, and so on and so on. But we don't need to get into that here. We'll be here for another hour. But uh, what did you, what did you make of the halftime show there, Craig? 
Uh, it's it fine. Yeah. Like, uh, the people that were offended by it, I think, are obviously ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I was entertained. <laughs> I was entertained, yeah. and that's what that's all you can really ask for. Like for me, like was it Prince level? No. no. Was Prince Springsteen level? Prince yes. summoned the rain from the heavens for that for Purple Rain during that performance. So, which was also in Miami, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was Colts and I was Colts and Bears that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was definitely not better than that. It was good though. It was it was a great to me. It was a great safe, just just the absolute perfect bounce back halftime show after Adam Levine just pulled down his pants and took a big old Stevie dump on the, yep. on the 50 yard line last year. And again, what will go down is the worst Super Bowl of our lifetimes. Uh, just bad halftime show, bad, bad result with the Patriots winning and, and overall not fun to watch game. Just like American <laughs> Romo and, and Nance in the booth is going. So another punt here, eh, Jim? And it's like, yeah, Tony, another punt, my man. Uh, <laughs> not <laughs> happening for us. Um, I can't believe we wasted a Tony Romo Super Bowl on that game. Yeah, we got to wait two more years now, I think. Yeah. Um, they, uh, NBC, NBC next year, and then next CBS. Year, yeah. So yeah, we get yeah. that being said, so. Tony Romo's a free agent. Fair. Oh, is he now? Yeah. Oh, this, this CBS doesn't. There's no way CBS doesn't walk up to him with a dump truck full of money, though, right? Well, I, if I'm if I'm ESPN and you're looking to redo the Monday Night Football booth, isn't that where you start? Yeah, there's a. Uh... That's a that's a spot, but uh, that would also say that if he goes to ESPN, we won't ever get Romo in the Super Bowl. Is uh, that's true? Is yeah, uh, there. Alleged, they allegedly offered Peyton Manning a hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah, this was ESPN, right? Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. it's a lot of money, but mm-hmm. Peyton Manning already has a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, tough for them. Ah. Well, could you boys. imagine be, could you imagine being able to be in the position like if someone says, Yeah, we're gonna give you a hundred million dollars to do this and you're like, ah, I'm good actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could you imagine? In fact, I would say no to that. Oh. Be pretty sweet. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet to be to be at that stage. Well, boys, another year in the books. This yeah. is uh fifth year of uh the crossover podcast doing football. Uh, Bill, uh, still the all-time uh, picks leader for for us, but I'm I'm nipping at his heels. I'm I'm gonna need a good 2020, and uh, I might be able to to get that from him. But uh, yeah, it's always sad when we when we do this because uh, uh, it we won't hear from Bill for a little <laughs> bit unless uh, yeah. unless because there's no more Game of Thrones for you to come on in the middle of the of the summer yeah. anymore, Bill, because that's. Uh, that's gone now, Craig. It's going to be a quick turnaround for you, though, good sir, because we've got to talk about. Uh, we we got to have. We got to get caught up on the NHL and issue formal apologies for the as good as our, or as good as the stuff as we recommended for props wise on this Super Bowl. We were that terrible on on our uh, NHL futures. We are taking it on the chin, and uh, yeah. So you got to come on and talk a little bit of hockey. Plus, I, I want to talk about hockey because basically everything is happening right now in in the world of hockey and with the trade deadline coming up we will uh for sure get you back on to talk some some hockey and, and good lord baseball like pitchers and catchers report next week craig yeah it's mm. not far away and this mookie bets nonsense just happened as we mookie were, uh, bets plays for the la dodgers now yeah. and and p- I, part of a four-way trade yeah am i reading that jock peterson is heading to uh he's going to the angels the angels that's not bad for them hmm. no it's okay for them yeah, that's, that's Although I would never make a trade with the Dodgers because they they get like you know a marginally decent infielder from the uh, from the Angels, 
But like whenever the Dodgers acquire someone like that, like, oh, yeah, he's an all star now, like six months later, it always happens. Like, oh, yeah, we have Justin Turner. Well, we're going to tweak a swing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Now he's like a superstar third baseman. Anyway, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Bad for them. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, just give me the tears, you know, the tears of unfathomable potato face sadness will be will be great uh once yeah. uh yeah i will have basked in that by the time everybody listens to this podcast so there's that uh that said crossover podcast available at the crossover podcast.com facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast we're on itunes please rate and subscribe five stars only and as always you do not have to listen but please download the crossover podcast we are also available on google stitcher and sorry google play stitcher and spotify so please check us out on those uh beef up those numbers a little bit uh we will be back next week uh because in a few days birds of prey comes out so i imagine i will be back on the podcast uh uh we'll get back to the other side for a little bit talking uh reviewing birds of prey which i'm pretty excited for uh this week are rated on that one so i'm interested to see how uh nasty they get with it uh so we'll do that and then uh i'll likely have craig come on to talk baseball or uh or hockey uh in a week or two so uh yeah bill craig another year in the books gentlemen thank you so much for doing this as always and uh i just i can't wait for it to be september we get to do this all over again uh so yeah just uh as always thank you to the both of you and uh just another year in the books take care you guys thanks yeah. Have a good one, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Crossover.